really interesting happened today. I don't know how much we're going to get in detail, but our son pooped in the party for the first time. Is this something that I can talk oh, about? Oh, bro, hell yeah, yeah bro. Hell yeah, yeah bro. Okay. Milestones, baby. It is a milestone, yes. Welcome to Dad's Night. Uh, you're in timeout with Samer and Omar. And welcome to our first podcast that we got going on. It's a remote podcast, and we're super excited uh, to get this started, man. It's, it's been a long time coming, Omar. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Jerry and Jerry, thank you so much. We couldn't have asked for a better first guest, by the way. This, this, humbled. This, this is actually perfect, considering, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Absolutely, man. We're, we're super excited to have Jerry on. Um, but we've been talking about this idea for like a long time. And we're just excited to start telling stories about dads, um, sharing some wisdom and just having fun with this. Uh, Jerry is a guy that I've known for quite some time. Um, but most anyone that's going to listen to this, they probably have had a dad <laughs> or some type of father figure uh, at some point in their life. Um, and so Really on this uh, dad's night, we're gonna dive into that. Um, so we kind of started this idea uh, about almost, what, three years ago, Omar? It was a while ago. I mean, it started just as like, a, as not even an idea. It was just, I mean, it was just something that we, that happened. Uh, and really we, we made it into, you know, something that we could, we could just like, bring other friends into and, and especially since everybody man I, I don't know about about you guys but everyone that I have been friends with for you know anybody that's been a really good friend of mine for some time I mean everyone's kind of in this in that same place in their life starting to have kids starting a family uh so it just even though I personally don't have any kids I mean it just feels totally normal doing something related to uh, dads just because that's just like a normal everyday part of my life at this point. You're damn um, right. You're damn yeah. right. And um, we're not dads yet, but we want to be. And especially since we started uh, just hanging out with more dads. I mean, we've had a couple dads nights out. And so we'll talk about that on a different episode. Um, but really, we wanted to start talking about Jerry. Uh, so Jerry is my brother-in-law uh, and also a very, very good friend of both of us. Um, Jerry, I've known you since what I've been 16 years old, something like that. Um, so we wanted to just yeah. have you introduce yourself, tell us a little bit well, about yeah, yourself. Since he was since he was a young bull, huh? No, man, wow. young young boy. Okay, I mean, we're I gonna did, have, I Jerry, did. We're gonna have to have a whole separate episode on on Samer when he was a teenager, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did actually DJ his uh, high school graduation. Oh man, I was going to ask you about your uh, your brief stint as an aspiring international DJ. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. yeah. But Jerry, so, so tell us tell us a little bit about um, yourself, what's your story, where you're at, your occupation. Yep. Yep. Well, first of all, I, I want to just say thank you guys. Um, it's it's an honor to be to be here with you. Uh, you said that you uh, you want to be dads one day, and I think you both will do great you'll be amazing that seeing you around kids especially my son um, has been it's an eye-opener so uh, i look forward to one day uh seeing you as dads Hell yeah. um, appreciate my that. absolutely so i'm jerry actually my real name is girard um, but everyone calls me jerry i um let's say i'm 
37, almost 38 years old. I live in DC. I have a little family, um, a wife and a kid, a two-year-old. Um, I work in marketing and advertising, uh, digital marketing, consulting, um, mainly remote, travel quite a bit. And that's, that's something that is kind of hard to juggle with, the, with being a dad. But now we're, we're home. We've been homebodies, me and the wife and the kid for the past almost four weeks. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited to be here. Thank you guys for inviting me. Absolutely, man. Well, I know one of the things, and I love uh, talking shit. Dad joke unlocked. And so one of the things that we talked about before uh, getting this started is a big milestone that your son had today. And I think you wanted to share that. Uh, yeah. First. <laughs> yes. So, um, so actually the way that we're working at home now is that my son is on the main floor with the nanny and then I'm on the second floor in one of the side bedrooms, half office. And then my wife is on the top in our master bedroom. So we're all on different levels. And I get a text this morning around like 10:30 AM from the nanny, like urgent, you guys need to come down here. So I knew it was like, it was not urgent because if it was, she would have yelled. But, um, so I go down, the wife is on like a call, like an executive call, so she couldn't come. But I come down and my son is sitting on the potty and you know, he's been getting into potty training and it's, dude, it, it's, it's a struggle. But she's like, he's pooping. And I was like, what? <laughs> so, so I hold my camera, my phone and I get my camera out and like I'm having this heart-to-heart -heart conversation with him. A little in Arabic, a little in English. Baba, how's it going? It's like, it's good. It's good. And he's just sitting. So, um, like you're, so you're talking to him while he's taking a shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this is, this is the conversation. I don't know. Let's see. Forward it. Fast forward a little bit. I'm, I'm not going to show you the picture of the, the thing. Yeah, that, please, that please don't. <laughs> but he's just, he's just chilling, right? He's just hanging out. <laughs> Oh, he's, got, yeah, he's got a nice little view over there too. I like his life. <laughs> he got he got a little jumper and and yeah, he ended up he ended up pooping. It was like a big party and dude, <laughs> that was that was a man man poop. I mean, yes, you would never think a two year old can poop like that. Sorry, we had to start with that conversation. No, that's that's awesome. That's, that's a perfect place to start. Well, I mean, dude, I, it's crazy. You know, we're all we're all at home. That's something you got to be there for, you know? Yeah, yeah I don't exactly. want to be one of these people that's like, oh, silver lining. But, like, it's pretty cool that you got to be there for it. Because under normal circumstances, you, you would have missed it, you know? You yeah. Would, you would have you missed that shit. Dad joke unlocked. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Actually, um, I mean, the, the biggest thing that, the biggest positive thing out of all this is that we're spending so much time with him and he is loving life. I mean, yeah. he's the happiest. He has no idea what's going on outside. He knows that he hasn't seen his friends and he's not able to go out as much, but he sees mom and dad like all the time. He one the other day he walked in here, like into, into my office, <laughs> butt naked as thank God I was not on video, but I was on a call. <laughs> And the nanny is chasing him and he's like, 
Baba, and I'm like, get out now. But yeah, it's 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 been good. Uh, he, I'm enjoying that's it. That's yeah. basically what Samer would have done if he was over at your house. Yeah, thank thank God I'm not there, that's or else true. you'd have two naked guys running around. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, so Jerry, that's that that's actually that's 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 an interesting like, it's an interesting thing to think about, like the like a kid in in a time where you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of like perceived negativity and it's just like scary shit going on out there. Yeah. You have this like innocence that you're around all the time. Like, do you find that? I mean, it, it sounds like it's uplifting. Like yeah, it, is. it, it is. help you like get through some shit too, you know, because they, like you said, they don't know what's going on. They're, they're kind of just like walking around, you know, taking their first shit, eating dirt. Like they, <laughs> That must be, you know, seeing that must be like a bit of a, a relief. It um, is. It is. It's, it's, so this is the thing with parenting and you really, it's so true. You never take it into, you don't appreciate it until you're a parent. It's, um, it's a, it's a full-time job around the clock, right? And the second that you get the break, you actually miss, miss that job, right? So mm-hmm. like, you know, we wake up in the morning there's a routine. We, he wakes up, we, he gets ready. We play with him a couple hours. The nanny comes. We're working from the second the nanny's here till she leaves at five. Then from five to like seven, we're playtime and doing stuff and taking bath and put him to bed. By the time he goes to bed, like you're like exhausted. But the second he goes to bed, you're like, oh man, I miss him. Right? Yeah. So, so this is like the part of um, now the fact that he's here, we're able to do stuff more with him. So for example, we have a garden now. We're starting a garden in the backyard. Not because Get that green thumb going, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Not because like I am trying to grow tomatoes so I don't go to the grocery store, but it's something <laughs> to do fun with him. We're like doing stuff in the backyard, like laying out like uh rocks and fixing the deck. But these are the things where he loves it. I mean, he, he's like, when he sees the door of the shed open, he runs, walks into the I shed. Know. I'm like, what are you running for? And he's like, like, oh my God. I'm like, dude, relax. There's nothing in here as a toy. But these are the moments that I feel like if I didn't, if the, this did not happen, I will literally be on the road every week this month. Uh, March and April were my busiest months of the year. Um, I look at my calendar. I mean, we've talked, me and Samir were supposed to meet up in Vegas last week because I had a conference. He was there for work, but all that is gone and it's a blessing in a way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you, you talk about travel, you talk about, um, work and things. I mean, that, that's gotta be tough, especially as two parents that are working full time. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you guys have done to kind of help manage that and make sure that you're not missing all these moments or you're sharing those moments together, um, especially as fast as these kids are growing and especially how fast this environment is changing. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, dude, we're, we're not perfect. I think it's, um, it's hard to say, I will be lying if I tell you that we figured it out. Um, I think it's, uh, it's, a con- it's continuously learning because the second that you feel that, oh, you got a grip on it, um, something changes, right? So, for example, it could be like, you know, before when 
when he was under one year, he didn't walk, right? So it was like, um, it was one problem where you had to carry him around. The second he started walking, you don't have to carry him, but you have to run after him. <laughs> now it's like to the point he's where he's out of here too. He, he's... Yeah, exactly. And now he's two. The boy has has an opinion about everything. So like in the morning, I swear to God, I tweeted about this this morning. Every morning, I have to prepare my my pitch to him on how to convince him to brush his teeth and change his diaper and put on his clothes. I'm telling you, this goes like for a while. And it's not like you're going to force him into it. You force him into it, it's not going to happen. He will cry. He will throw a fit. So it's always you have, you have to adapt. So the same thing happens when like if we have a lot of traveling, you know, me and the wife will, will plan, try to plan accordingly. I try as much as I can not to go away um, continuously, right? So if I have, you know, before we had kids, I would go on a trip two to three days a week. Now I do a lot of day trips. Um, it's exhausting, but I know at least I'm back. You know, it's not fair for my wife who has a full-time job. She works as hard or even harder than me. She commutes to work. I have the leisure of working from home. Um, so you have to work as a team. And, and then there's a lot of sacrifice. Uh, sometimes you have to sacrifice uh, your hobbies uh, a little bit here and there, or, you need to, or your wife needs to sacrifice um, doing her own thing for, for that kid. And hopefully, you hope end of the day, you're, this is worth it, and it's definitely worth it, but also um, this is not taking, uh, impacting anything else, like your relationship with your wife, your relationship with your friend, your relationship with your family. It's a lot of things to manage because a kid comes into your life as much as you're prepared, let's say you changed diapers before, you've had nieces. I've had so many nieces and nephews, so many. I've actually witnessed the birth of my niece um, like years before I was even engaged. Yeah, uh, I cut the cord and stuff. And like I, I've seen oh, it all. But oh, wow, they let you cut the cord in there too? I was the only family. So my brother from Dubai, he would send, send his wife here to have all the kids here so that they're all American. And and then one year he was late I respect to, that, by the way. to get here <laughs> and I, and she got into, you know, contractions and I was the only family guy around. So it was mother's day. It was like this whole emotional thing. It was nice. It was cute. It's a good story. But like all of these, it's nothing compared to when you have your own kid in your own lifestyle and it varies from one family and one person to another. Yeah, well, I'll, t I'll tell you what, Jerry, these, these days, they wouldn't, they're not letting anybody in the, in that, in that room for no. sure, man. They're not letting, they're, they would definitely not be letting you cut the cord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah. now. Yeah, they're not letting any of us back in this house. <laughs> no way. Uh, I, I mean, so, you know, like, it's, it's, I, I think about that too, where, you know, it's the, it's really, it's, it sounds and looks like, the truest measure of sacrifice not just having the kid it's like because you know really i mean you know your wife's doing all the work on that one uh yeah. but it's it's really i mean you have to you have to balance and sacrifice all these things did you go into it expecting that or or does it just really not matter how much you plan i mean i i hear mixed i was when i'm talking to friends about it i i hear kind of like mixed responses 
It's like, you know, because as, as a personality, some people are more planners and they like to have things lined up, but it sounds like you just, you can plan all you want. And this applies to, you know, a lot of things in life. You can plan all you want, but you really just have to, like you said, be able to adapt. I mean, how, how yeah. much of that was like a struggle to, because you're a planner, you know? I you're, am. I mean, you're really a planner, you're a good. scheduler and you're a planner and you're an organizer. And like, you just, it doesn't sound like you can really do that all the time. You know, when you're yeah, I think, I think this is where, you know, people who have like single moms or single dads, like, I don't know how they do it because uh, this is where shout out to all the single parents, by the way, single parents. Definitely. Shout out, shout God, God bless you. Cause I, I have no <laughs> idea how you do it. So props to that. But I think this is where the mom and dad or the parents play a role as a team. So for example, I am the type of guy who I have to plan everything ahead of time. And I'm like checklist planning. I, I worry about things. I'm, I'm a, personality which i worry if i don't have my shit together my wife on the other hand his sister is like doesn't give a fuck and she is the last minute she will pack the half an hour before the plane shout out to the moderanis um and and actually the mix of these two things i think uh helps a lot because with kids you cannot worry about everything right you cannot, every little detail, you cannot plan for it. Um, some nights the kid would not sleep for no reason. Um, some, you know, sometimes you think that the worst part of parenting or is like changing the diapers. It's actually might be, might be not. It might be just about sleeping or it might be something different. Um, so the mix between those two personalities, and I feel this is how a lot of marriages work is that you have differences that bring things together, um, help in coping, but walking into it, you really don't know what to expect. You talk, you know, for example, we were blessed that Khalil, uh, my son, um, was a very good sleeper. He was, um, he did not cry a lot. You have other babies who will not stop crying. And this is, this is just a condition they go through. Uh, and you cannot help it. And that, man, puts stress on yeah. kids crying. I don't care, man, how and I've much seen, you can I've ignore it. I've seen workers in meetings just because they've been up all night with their kids. I mean, they're just, they're asleep. Yeah, but college and babies, like, it's, it's stressful, man. I, I hear a kid crying outside. I, I get stressed out. It's not even my kid. <laughs> so, so these are things where you cannot plan for, but with time, you start adapting to it, having a life partner that is supportive, having family, you know, like, um, unfortunately, my parents are in Lebanon, so they, they only seen Khalid once, but like Samia's parents, Samia's parents, they, uh, especially uh, Sana, uh, Samia's mom, she's been a tremendous help. Um, she came in when we had the baby. Uh, she, she came in almost every other month or every month when in the first year, and, and that alone, because one thing you will learn, you cannot trust anyone with your kid. Like, don't trust don't anybody. PTA. Yeah, you don't want PTA. You yeah. PTA, so when you have someone like a mother-in-law who is very good with the baby and you feel comfortable with it and she takes care of him better, you feel like better than you do, then that's a blessing. 
That's awesome. Yeah, shout out to the grandmas. Yeah, that's, absolutely. I mean, shout out. I, I hear I'm hearing a lot of different things. And obviously, we're not dads. One day, I want to be a dad. Right now, I'm just a pretty damn good uncle. You know, if I have to say so myself. Um, but you talked about a couple of things. Man. You talked about sacrifices. You talked about family. You talked about, um, you know, negotiation. Um, and Omar asked a question about planning. So knowing what you know today, um, do you think you would ever be able to plan for having a child? Um, as much reading, as much research, do you think there would ever be a case where no matter how much you read, it would pre better prepare you for today? Yeah, yeah. Like, like that's that's kind of and, and also sorry, Jerry, to cut you off. But that's that's kind of what I was getting at, Samer, too, was like, mm. you know, does it matter? Like, does it matter how much you plan? I mean, it I'm, does. It does. I, I think it does. I think no. <laughs> okay. so, <laughs> planning is good. OK, yeah, no, it's good. It, you need you need to have understanding of some of the basics. Like, you know, like one of the things, for example, it's it's not only planning for how to take care of a baby and how to rock them or how to change a diaper or um, or like how to sleep train them. But part of it that is important is like how to be a good supporting husband and dad during that period when to work during pregnancy and also when the baby comes. I mean, the, the shift between when you are just married to married with an infant or with a, you know, yeah, like a, a baby is, is day and night, right? Because, you know, when you're, you're, you're and your wife, like, yeah, you can just, you can go and sleep in the living room or sleep in. Worst can happen is the wife is hungry and she couldn't eat, right? <laughs> we have a child. Great example. Like, <laughs> you know, you have a child, like, forget about sleeping, forget about any of these things. So I think it's important that you, you get, you know, I'm, I'm big into reading some of the books. Like I read, uh, I didn't read as much as my wife wanted me to, but I did read uh, some books that she shared with me and, and some blogs. And, you know, now with Instagram and Twitter, there's a lot of good dads out there that um, have, uh, have ways to, to share knowledge that doesn't require you reading boring stuff. Um, but no, I think planning um, to a certain extent get familiar with it and get an understanding of what to expect. Yes. Don't walk into it where, I mean, there is, there's people different than you, you and I, right? Like for example, my brother, my, my entire family, they don't, they're not like the type that change diapers or the type to be like, put the kid to sleep or the type that give bath rarely. Right. Like for them, it's like the mom takes care of this. Um, in my relationship, me and my wife, we we have where we treat each other as equal so it's not her job to to put him to bed it's not my job to put him to bed it's just depending on that time who is willing not tired will do that right so um and that that varies from one family to another but um definitely definitely do some reading and and make the wife happy because she's gonna go through something extra donor crazy that you're not going to understand. I don't care how much you think you understand what women go through during that. No one does. I don't get it. It's I, hard. I, I literally cannot have a baby. So yeah. And I, be, be, be happy that you don't have to yeah. have a baby. Um, so yeah, these are things where it just helps you to be prepared to be a 
a good father, a good husband and companion during the the first few months are tough, man, are really tough. Yeah. Even if you have a baby that sleeps really well, just your life is completely different. I mean, it's a, it's a bigger responsibility too. I mean, you're, you're responsible for keeping another human alive. Right. Oh, yeah. And from, from where we stand, it's like, oh yeah, you just got to feed it and you know, make sure it's breathing. But clearly there's a lot more that we don't know about. Um, I mean, you talked about a few things. And one of the things that we always love to ask uh, and one of the things that we did in our survey was what is, what is the, so far from your, um, two years, a little over two years of fatherhood, two plus years if you count, uh, count the pregnancy. Um, what is the hardest thing about fatherhood to you? Oh, the hardest thing about fatherhood. I think it, it changes with every stage. Um, I think though, in general, this is the, the thing that is always in the back of my mind is that how do you, okay, let me, let me see if I can explain that. Um, you're a son today, right? And you've been a son since you were born. Uh, you look up to your dad as your role model. And I know both of your parents and they're incredible dads. And I know you guys look up to them. Um, when you become a dad, um, it's, it's a big responsibility that you want to be that person that your dad was for you, right? Mm. And everything you do, and this gives me goosebumps, I don't know why, but everything you end up doing, that's in the back of your mind because you're like, if my son sees this, am I setting a good example? For example, if I did not put the seed down or if I, didn't, if I um, cheated on this deal or if I lied about this thing and my son saw it, would he, would I be setting him being a bad example? Because I tell you, you did it, I did it, we follow our parents. Yeah. You know, like my son, like there is stuff where I see him doing, I'm like, where did he see this? And I'm like, oh my God, he saw me doing it. Um, and he repeats everything. So for me, the biggest, that, that's kind of a fear, not maybe the hardest, but in a way it's hard to always uh, trying to be the best role model. Um, and, and I feel maybe that that was different when he was born because when he was born, the hardest job was just making sure that keep him alive, right? Like yeah. knowing when he cries, is he, is he sick? Is he tired? Is he, uh, he has gas, whatever it is, you can try to figure out. But then now we're at a stage where really everything you do is is important in the way that he perceives it like for whether you're teaching him enough you're getting him to watch in tv or spending time for him reading uh, these are all important things where it's sometimes hard because we all want to be ourselves sometimes and ourselves are not perfect ourselves are are imperfect right we yeah. want to get drunk we want to smoke we want to go out we want to be oh, oh i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> right we want to be stupid sometimes, but then you're like, God damn it, I'm a dad. Like, I just got to be careful with this. And yeah, that, that's, that's hard. Well, that's, I mean, that's you, a damn good answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, it was a long answer, but that's a good answer though. No, that's I know. a good answer. But like, do you, I mean, so obviously nothing, you know, there is no such thing as perfect, right? 
So do you also, I mean, do you find yourself trying to, you talked about balance earlier. I mean, do you try to, do you find yourself trying to embrace that balance too? Because obviously, you know, knowing you personally, you're also, you and you know, you are, you also enjoy, um, you know, things outside of, you know, the thing, the kind of lifestyle that you lived before you had the responsibilities that you have now, which there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah. everybody, you know, everybody should have some time to be able to, to, you know, uh, deal with whatever stresses they have coming up in life. And, you know, sometimes you just need to go out and have a good time, be it with the wife or a group of friends or whatever it is. Um, but, you know, that's, that's something that, that I think about uh, a lot too is, you know, I know I'm not perfect. So me trying to put on this like perfect father figure also isn't isn't real i mean the way that i see it in my head if i tried to do that yeah, but, but how do you define perfect there. right like what is every perf defining perfect is is relevant to every person right that's what i'm saying i don't even think there is a perfect though yeah, there, yeah. like if, no if you look at instagram and a perfect dad is being the dad that is in great shape and the dad who is taking a picture with his son or his daughter feeding her or taking it to a swim class like that's bullshit. That's not. That's Thank not, you, Jerry. That's By the way, that's like. what I was getting at. Is yeah. like the image that you have of, yeah. of this. Listen, I for this perfect person. You cannot be. Do, my my whole thing is that um, you need to be true to yourself and true to your family. Because end of the day, whether someone, your neighbor, or anyone outside of your immediate family uh, thinks you're perfect or a bad mom or a bad dad, that's irrelevant. I don't care. Like. If my son is, if I feel good about it, and if I feel that I am giving him my best, and even if I'm not perfect, and if he's going to bed telling me, I love you, dad, and, and I feel in the morning when he sees me and he's the happiest to see someone, then I'm, I'm good. Like, don't, this is where I hate social media is because it sets this image that the perfect dad or perfect mom is A, B, and C. Um, and that's, that's wrong. No one, no one lives that you, yeah. you actually, I've, on so many occasions, I've seen families that had these images. And then when you meet them in person and you're like, really, you guys take some great pictures and you guys are like great stories. Like in reality, you guys suck. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That's, I that, and I think that's, that's one of the hardest things, especially one of the reasons why we wanted to create this Dad's Night thing was the changing role of fatherhood, right? And Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Time Out with Omar and Samer. We know you've probably got your hands full at home these days between having your kids while out on all your Zoom meetings and taking another long walk to the fridge. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, the easier the better. If you haven't heard about the Anchor app, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. And there are creation tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And the changing yep. role of parents in general um, and just really talking about this side of it, right? It's, it's not what I think I'm hearing. It's not really you comparing yourself against others. It's you being that role model to your son or to your daughter to make sure they have a good role model uh, to look up to. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, it's, it takes time for you to get um, 
in a mode and you train yourself not to be influenced by what's happening outside, right? Because, and I think women even go through it harder than men because um, moms have this thing where, you know, of course they gain weight and their society and I would say the pressure of society is like, well, baby weight, you need to lose it right away. And then you see, you look at Instagram. And I remember when when we had Khali in the beginning, these people had a baby and within two weeks, like they are back in shape and they're like six packs and stuff. And it's like, they're all this crazy uh, diets and stuff. And it's in reality is like, but this is what society wants. And I don't want that. Like, I know that I've put on weight, even me as a dad, I put on weight. I know I'm not in the best shape of my life and all these things, but that's, but there's other things that right now are making me happier rather than just knowing that I'm going to post a picture where people are going to give me compliments about, Oh, Jerry, you look great in this shirt. Um, But it takes time because you look, you look at pictures on Instagram and Facebook and stuff like you all people only post the best pictures. I'm one of them too. Um, but after a while, and this is, this is where I shifted from in the beginning, I used to post so much about me and Khalil and our activities. And now you see much less of it because I don't want to be just posting the good things. And of course, I'm not going to post the bad things, but I'm like, let me slow down on this. Let me just concentrate on building the memories with him without being the, the ultimate goal is just to put it on Instagram for other people to see hey, look at me, I'm being a great dad. Like, I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I, that's, a, that's a definitely a, a, an interesting dichotomy that like a lot of people deal with just, you know, living like in, in this time. I mean, it's, it's that on-screen life and off-screen life. It's like what's real and what's not. But, um, well, but also, Jerry, I want to say we're not judging that dad bod, buddy. Yeah, right? no, we respect the dad bods. That's you look great. Sure. Okay, you, were, you haven't you... seen me in this three, four weeks, man. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen us. <laughs> no, no, that's 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 um, you know, that's societal pressure. I mean, that's you know, everybody just kind of um, really feeling that you know, the need to live up to a certain standard, and you know, like you said, man, I I, I think that not only applies to, you know, parents, dads, um, but everybody. I mean, people just need to do, need to be able to focus on what it is that they're doing. Building memory. And parenting, dude, especially in, the, in our generation, parenting is, is very judgmental, right? Like, yeah. what stroller do you have? Especially by the way across car seats. Very, which I'm sure you, you relate to. Um, what is it? especially across cultures, which I'm sure you can relate to, uh, like coming yeah. one and then trying to adapt, you know, how you grew up into, uh, into, you know, how you've kind of formed your own ideas and thoughts as you left home and left the place that you grew up in. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, dude, it starts before you have a baby, right? You do a gender reveal, then you have the baby shower and then you're doing these things like are for like the gram, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. For people yeah. to see. And then, the like, and then you got this uh, stroller and then you got, um, oh, you did this room, uh, you painted the room and wallpaper and all, all this stuff, this stupid shit that you do because like 
other, this is what the other parents are doing, or this is what's cool to do, or you throw the birthday party and you need to have a photographer and the cake done and, and we do it right. But like me and the wife came to a point where we actually ended up doing it just for memories that we don't always post this online. Um, but that, that's the pressure of society that I think is very hard sometimes on parents because parents would feel that this is the standard um, and that's expensive and that's time consuming and that's also um, like shallow. Uh, and it, it, it actually impacts your relationship with your, with your wife and even with your kid. I mean, I've, I've seen stories and heard stories of people who are just looking at their kids in a way that you're going to be making famous or you're going to make me money. And, and that is just a poor way of, of really benefiting from that bond. The bond you have with your kid is something very sacred and special. It should not be thought about like a monetizing way of living. Yeah, that, yeah, that's great. Well, uh, I mean, you, your son is handsome enough to, to monetize. Yeah, let, let's make him the new Gerber. <laughs> I'm let's just saying, you want to go down that route, I'm down to be an agent, right? <laughs> uh, no, Jerry, that, and these are great. This is great information. This is the great side or the other side of the story, right? Where you're seeing everyone's highlight reel. Um, and understanding the struggles of parenthood, understand, understanding the struggle of being a dad in this new generation where it's ruled really by social media and all that added pressure to raising a kid. But also, I think you touched on it earlier, maintaining the relationships around you, maintaining that, you know, that spark between your wife, maintaining those friendships yeah. that you don't have that much time uh, to actually um, dedicate to. And then also, I'm sure travel, I know, obviously, I know you guys personally, but I know travel is a lot harder for kids. And so, you know, these yeah. are the things that we want to make sure that people are talking about, because like you said, you go on social media and it's the highlight reel, but yeah. people looks aren't alone. Everybody makes it look easy and, and yeah. like not a big deal. And nobody got in an argument, you know, at the house about you know how it was going to happen or planning it or anything like that and it's yeah like you said sam or the highlight reel yeah yeah man. and i and you know uh i do want to shift gears just a little bit because you know we kind of talked about um you know the struggles of parenthood and the fatherhood um but i think it's always critical that we kind of end on a high note um we've mm -hmm. been talking for about an hour now and so one of the things that we also want to do is make sure we ask what is the best thing about fatherhood? I mean, you touched on a lot of different things, uh, but if someone said, hey, why do you love being a dad? What, what would be your response? Uh, why, why do I love being a dad? Yeah. Um, there is, um, there's few, th I, I believe that there is few things that every one of us does selfishly um, to feel good about themselves. For example, um, exercising or uh, eating right or um, doing, you know, performing really well on a project. It gives you that little bit of dopamine in your, in your brain that is mm -hmm. just like, yes, this is good. Um, there's, some other, there's some other things that also uh, yeah. 
of course. No, dopamine, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Helps. like I love dunking on Omar and going on Omar cam and all and one action. Yeah. Um, fatherhood for me is like an un, like um, an endless river of dopamine mm. that um, sometimes I feel selfish that I'm enjoying it too much, but it is, it's, um, dude, the first time that your kid smiles is something incredible. The first time that he walks, the first time that he um, says mama or baba, the first time he is like, he pooped, right? <laughs> um, these are things, monumental things in life that give you this flood of good vibes, positive energy just good feeling like like you can you know like me and the wife we've been in this home now for like three and a half weeks and actually knock on wood it's been it's been really good i, I thought by now we'll be like you know in a completely different state uh, I, I wasn't gonna ask i wasn't even gonna yeah. touch on that one but i don't want to be a, i don't want to ask that question but i think the reason that it is so good is because of him because he just makes it completely, completely fine and bearable. So well, that, well, that's what I was kind of talking about earlier. You know, that innocence, it just kind of like, it, it can make you forget about uh, yeah. what's going on, all the, all the negative stuff, you know, whatever it may be. Dude, like some of the stuff that he says, I mean, like he's obsessed with trucks. He's obsessed with um, reading books and he knows every type of truck. And like every morning, we he drags me into the playroom and we have to sit down and play by by this stupid story that i invented to him of how the cars will flip and then the excavator will come and help them in getting back and every time he get back one car it's like hey high five it's stupid but god damn i look forward to that every morning you know and the mornings where i mean it's gonna i'm gonna tell you it's gonna be very hard when we go back to our normal life where I have to be on the road again, um, where I, I don't see him every morning. It's like now, it's like every morning, if whether I'm picking him from bed or uh, Sammy is picking him from bed and I'm seeing him like by 7.30 in the morning, I see him every morning. And, and that, that gives me a really good start for the day. And some days, I mean, we all wake up with different moods. Some days you're feeling good, something feeling really down. Um, he is the person that gives you being a dad. I feel the son or your daughter are there to just boost you up to be like, I don't think they do it on purpose, but in a way they're like, dad, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. You know, everything's okay. And that smile just puts everything on the side and you're able to be like, you know what? Everything's fine. That's amazing, man. Uh, I think you described an endless river of dopamine. I've never heard of that. And I hope one day I experience that because that's awesome. You will. You will. <laughs> you will. I tell you, like, uh, before we had kids, we had kids. Before I had this kid. Kid? Um, Whoa. Are you making no. an announcement? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Exclusive um, on dad's night? How many you got over there? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but no. Um, it was, you would talk to people and everyone would say, it's this feeling you've never witnessed before. And I'm just like, okay, man, but dude, it's expensive. And it's just, you can't sleep. You can't go out. You can't do anything. 
And in a way, like I thought it was, it was like a cliche. I thought it was like silly. But in reality, it is. It is something completely different. I can't even compare to you what it is. I mean, it's your blood. It's, this thing is growing and just like literally you're teaching him or her everything. Um, you know, like it's, it's incredible. It's a feeling. Yeah, it is. It is a crazy amount of dopamine because you would not get it. You won't get that same feeling from anything else you do, no matter how big of a bonus you got or what title or what kind of job you got. It's just completely different. That's awesome, man. That's, that's really great to hear. And again, uh, I wanted to shift back to the best thing because I think it's important for people to say, Hey, there are struggles, but at the end of the day, it's all worth it. And that's what it sounds yeah. like. It's yeah. I mean, even, even, even the struggles, I mean, Jerry, the way you make it sound is like, it's not a struggle, you know, you know that even, even though it's, it, it may be like a difficult adjustment that it's, while you're doing it, I mean, it almost sounds like because because of the reason you're doing it, it's you don't even think of it like a like a struggle. It's it's more of yeah, but man, you can't you can't deny. I mean, there is tough days. There is there is there was a lot of tough days. Um, and not to to shift back into a negative point, but but these are the things where um, you need to co-op and work through them, right? Like I am a believer that. People who stay in their own comfort zone do not get to enjoy the full value or the full um, part of life, right? Because yeah. you just, you're like, I'm comfortable, I'm happy, I don't, I'm not going to take a risk. And I'm not telling you go and be an entrepreneur and take a risk or just go and have a baby. But I mean, having, I mean we're trying to make a billion dollars out of here. <laughs> there you go. But these, these things where you get out of your comfort zone, uh, such as having a baby, um, will actually give you a complete different perspective, different, a lot of struggle, but also a lot of reward. Um, I mean, so far, I'm only two years into it. I don't know what's going to be in the future. I hope he turns out to be a good kid. But, um, but yeah, you have to take, you have to take these risks and, um did i get frozen i got no, I, I can still hear frozen. you let me see okay um you have to take these risks so that you you're able to um you know ex uh, uh, enjoy and um get get the opportunity to to see what's out there and learn from it and co-op with it and such Absolutely. again man i mean that that doesn't you you describe struggle and you know it's it's a difficult time. It still just doesn't sound like a negative thing to me. Omar, like, he is, he is struggling. Like, All right, he is struggling and he needs our help. My man's our crying out for help. He's, <laughs> he's like, please help me, help. It's times, help. man. You need that help. You need that lifeline. Omar, oh, yo, listen. I'm gonna tell you this straight up. I, you know, Jerry and Samia uh, have allowed me to live with them for the past year. And some mornings I wake up and I hear that kid crying. And I'm like, fuck, thank God I don't have to wake up and deal with that. And he goes out the door the quickest I can see him without yeah. even saying good morning. See ya. He's going out the back door. See you later. Um, no, that, and again, you know, this is, this is the whole reason of Dad's Night, right? It started as this fun idea where we just went out with one of our friends 
who just had a kid and it wasn't escape. It wasn't, uh, but it was just a reminder that, Hey, life is okay. Life still goes on. You still have your friends. You're still a dad, but you're still also a person. You're still a friend. Um, and I think kind of on that note, we're, we're about an hour right now. I kind of want to uh, wrap this up. Uh, one other question. And again, we asked this, uh, we're going to ask this to every person that we interview. Um, if you had to give one piece of advice to another dad or a, someone that's about to be a dad or someone that wants to become a dad, um, what would be your piece of advice to them? Oh, only one? Yeah, only uh, one. You got you to gotta keep it short. Yeah, you got to keep it simple. You got to keep it to one, Jerry. Um, and I know it's a tough question, but we, that's one thing that we definitely want to make sure um, we're sharing this wisdom and this advice. Um, selfishly, I want to know this because one day I do want to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know what your dad would say. Raise your kids better. Uh, <laughs> <Leo Madarani. laughs> I, I honestly, my dad would probably second that. So, um, I would say, um, you know, like at moments where you feel that you're struggling or things are bad, um, don't let that um, take you away from your kid. So for example, you know, like in certain cases, let's say you're having a meltdown at work, um, a deal did not go through, a project getting fucked up, whatever. Uh, you come home and you might be inclined to have your phone and you're just checking what's going on and your kid is there, wants to play with you or wants to see you and you are so into what's happening because you think that that's, that's the priority. Um, unfortunately, I feel that takes you away from your kid. Um, and if you make that a habit, um, that can become, it's not, sometimes you don't even have to be like look on your phone, but your mind is somewhere else. Um, I think it's important that leave, like there's time for everything. And when there is something that is bad, um, don't let it take you away, take you away from your family. Mm. Let it bring you closer to your family, right? So, um, and this is, this is the hardest thing I had to go through where sometimes it's hard to, to keep all the noise outside and like whether it's the um, whether it's money situation or it's work situation or it's me and the wife situation um, you I would my advice to every dad is don't let those impact your relationship with your kid because the time that you have with your kid at every stage of life is something that you're only going to have at that moment right you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. You're never going to know what's going to happen next week. You know that when your kid goes to bed or when your kid is not there, you'll be able to worry about these things. They're not going to go away. They're, they're, sometimes, actually, magically, they will get solved while you step away from them. So um, always make the priority to be your relationship with your kid and your family, um, and then everything else will work out. Damn, that's, that's awesome, man. That's great. That's not a short answer. I just no, that's great. That's, that's great. That's great. That's great. Um, nah, man. Seriously, thank you so much, Jerry. This is this has been fun. Um, I know I've enjoyed it. Omar, do you have anything? 
I mean, it's, it's, it's inspiring. And it's not only that, I mean, it's, it's kind of, kind of comforting. I mean, it's, it's, it's another, you know, it's, it, it allows people to hearing things like this allows um, people like myself who don't have kids and, and like Sam and for to, to see it more as just like another chapter in life, as opposed to like this big daunting thing that's about to happen. You know, it's like, it's the next thing that, like you said, you know, it's, it's, it's just a progression uh, mm -hmm. of, of your life. It's, you know, it's an extension of your life. It's not, you know, something that's, that's going to, um, you know, doesn't have to change everything. Yeah. You can yeah. still be you. You don't have to change who you are. Uh, you're still yourself, but it sounds like you just have to be a better version of it, which how can that be a bad thing, honestly? Yeah, I think you guys, so you mentioned this a couple of times about like changing who you are or be true to who you are. And like, I think, I think whether you're kids or not, you go through stages. I mean, neither of you are married. Like marriage also, that that's a complete different stage right so well way to way to point that one out jerry where you know this, he's, clo this, he's close i mean i'll i'll get there too jerry all right <laughs> it's true but i'm saying like you actually change a lot and there is your priorities change with life um when you have a partner where it's not only about you now it's about you and her and then when you have a kid it's not about you or her it's about him or her or your baby so you're gonna change and I think if people are worried about the idea that things, oh my God, things are going to change. This is a problem. Uh, you're missing the point. The things are going to change regardless. Even if you stay single for the rest of your life, what you like now versus what you like five years from now are completely different. So, yeah. If things yeah. are not changing, there's a problem. <laughs> but. Yeah. 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 I do have friends who have not changed, but I, I worry about them. Um, <laughs> but, but no, I think, I think these are, are things uh, are to happen. Um, I know we're wrapping up. I just want to say, like, I think it's, it's really important to highlight, like, the, the stuff, the thing that you guys are doing. I know Dance Night is, is a new concept for a lot of people, but um, I've been blessed to be part of a few of the outings and, and also in hearing how you guys talk about it. So um, it is definitely refreshing to see you guys doing something like this. Um, I think a lot of dance do not understand that there is um some people out there that they can reach out to they can talk to uh, everyone thinks that they are they should be experts at this uh or they should figure it out uh but no it, it's okay to ask for help it's okay to be to reach out to someone even if they're not a dad but someone who is willing to listen willing to have a drink with you or have a coffee or take a walk even if your kid was with you um these are things that i, I definitely think you guys are touching on and I, uh, I think a lot of dads will um, greatly um, enjoy and be uh, um, thankful for. So thank you guys for, for doing that. Thank you, man. And Jerry, I guess the timeout is up. And you're off you at now. Omar and Samer. That's our first episode, Dad's Night. Welcome and thanks again. Thank you so much for joining us on Dad's Night Presents Time Out with Omar and Samer. You can listen to our podcast on pretty much any streaming platform. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube with the handle at Dad's Night. You can also check out dadsnight.com. Please subscribe and rate us. 
and we look forward to the future episodes. And remember, it's not a guy's night, it's a dad's night.